Sirree. The gang is back. It's Monday. It's a good Monday. We riding high out here in LA. Things looking up. It's your boy Bruce Corsai's Corsai Radio. We live at 6:30. I got the PG here in the studio with me. Gang's on Zoom. PG was cracking. Hey man, what's the deal? Hey, y'all know I'm lit today, baby. Courtside Monday. We are here in the building, it's starting five, doing our thing. Me and Bruce are actually in the building. Shout out to Mike, uh, Philip on the uh, the Zoom man, uh, doing that thing. Philip isn't in the woods this time, so much love to him today. But man, I'm excited. My Lakers got dub. Dub, yeah. My Chiefs got the dub in LA. So, barely, you know, barely. I'm excited, man. So, man, hey, happy to be here. The Magic Johnson of the show, DPG himself. Showtime! It is that time of the day. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. We are live, and I know you guys love it. Uh, what's up, Mr. Shooting Guard, Mr. Inglewood himself? What's good, Mike? Oh, he froze. Good, giving nothing but good oh, okay. vibes. He's Thank back. Happy in the on frozen. I'm about to say, I'm, baby, I'm here. But uh, I was just saying, we here, Corsair Radio. You know what we do? It's Monday. Froze again. Froze again. Fill up. It's on but, you, uh, baby. There you go. Hey man, what you got over there? You got spectrum. <laughs> spectrum fast. No, I know right. spectrum be working, but I, I do have spectrum. Nah, you got that I might have to on the phone. <laughs> you might turn your Wi Fi on. It might be off. Man, that part. But uh man, shout out to my guy Mike, man. The Rams two and zero. they looking <laughs> nice. Uh man, the Rams balling. Shout out to Everybody LA. just look real solid. No, yeah. Like, LA, like LA championship lit. ready. Like everybody knows it's about to be a long season. Yeah. You gotta grind it out. Mm-hmm. Like but it's looking good. I can't Man, lie. LA is lit. Then we got Mr. AT Alien himself, the power four. What's the deal, uh, Philip? Three Brown. Downtown Philip Brown. What's up, Philip? Unmute yourself, big dog. Uh, hey, unmute yourself or shoot yourself. Philip. Three Brown. He don't hear us, man. Oh, okay. All right, man. But I can't do no more. Hey, Philip is here. He's here. He'll be He's back. Just, there, there you go. Goes. Philip Three Brown, downtown Philip Brown. What's Just the, the whole deal, intro. man? Oh, he walking around. What is he doing? He got. I his, don't know, man. He, he like on he his OJ, man. He like he running through the house like he getting chased by a killer or something. Yeah, I know. I'm like, damn. I pray for Philip. Mask half on. We don't hey, know. Man, what, go check on our boy, bro. Man, we don't know what's good. Whoever close, make sure y'all check in on Philip. Cause it looked like he running from somebody, but uh, shout out to our guy Himes, man. Uh, maybe he got to go check in on him. Maybe it's Himes chasing him. It could be. Yeah, it could you be. Know. You never know. But hey, the show must go on. And AD for three to win the game, man. Turn them claps up, man. But that's how the crowd would have went. Yeah, that's how the crowd would have went if, if we, we was live. If we was live, that's what you hate. Moments like that in the Staples. He said it, it too. He was like, "Man, just wish it was in front of the fans." But we appreciate you, big dog. We were screaming. We were screaming loud. The whole city was screaming. Hey, that was the earthquake. Yeah, that was the earthquake. The city was was loud and live, man. Big time three by Anthony Davis. A shot much needed. And what really what really made it so iconic was after he said Kobe. Kobe Kobe And and he ran into his teammates' arms, man Just such a clutch, clutch shot um, Mike, you got it first Oh, wait a minute Oh, never mind Never okay. mind But uh, Bruce, what's your take on uh, That big time I shot told by you, I told you earlier, man It was so sweet to see that I'm sitting there watching this game With the Mamba's on <sighs> The Bruce Lee's And he had the Mamba jersey Man, with the Mamba's on he, I was, I'm sitting there my lady had on the Kobe shirt. Like, I'm at a Clipper fan's house slash Laker haters house. Then there's a couple other people that don't even watch basketball just rooting against us, as always. And they was talking mad mess. And guess what happened? Uh, all, all, all you haters... They was I, hating, bro. Like big hate though. No. Like, as soon as he was like, "Oh, hey, y'all giving up the lead. Y'all giving up the lead. Y'all giving up the lead." And then we knocked down a shot. Knocked down a shot. Knocked down a shot. I will say, like, thank you, AD. Like, thank you, Rondo, for the pass. Yeah. But imagine if Caruso would have hit that jumper. Oh no, the, he would have been the goat. Blew up. <laughs> yeah, the world would have exploded because it was. You know how the people love Caruso, which I don't understand. But hey, he got the nice dunk. 
uh, looking like Ernie on a small court. But man, big time, <laughs> big time shot by Anthony Davis. It was just a great. It was like an old school big man battle. Um, you had Jokic scored the last twelve for the Nuggets. AD scores the last ten for the Lakers. Like one of them Mitchell Murray battles, man, for real. But it, it gave you like that Shaq Elijah one type feel yeah, in the nineties. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And only difference is you had a big man make a three, which Elijah one I guess can make threes. But it was just a big time shot, big time performance down the stretch by both of the guys. Um, shout out, um, Bron, shout out, Bron. He carried the Lakers early, twenty points a half. Uh, what you, you, you shout out Brian one time? He got to. He had twenty first. He only had six in the second half, which you know I didn't really like. What was he two for nine? Which we need better. That's all he needed. Which we need better, but you know we shouldn't even have been in that situation. But I thought he was going for forty, but he had his 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 dub in the first half. But it's just AD was special. Last ten points of the game. Um, Jokic was special. Last twelve, like no, they couldn't guard him on the block. Yeah, he made some tough, tough shots. But man, it's it's crazy because he got the little BS tip in on the Murray air ball, and I was oh, just like, oh, this might that, be their game. I was like, come on, man, yeah, that's like, how it's gonna go tonight. <laughs> I was like, this might be their game. But then quickly, AD came back with the nice move floater, bam, bucket. Then Jokic just was too strong for AD, bite him up, score. Then Danny LeBron with the driving kick to KCP, which you should never do. But then Caruso had to open three. And oh, wide missed it. open. And I was like, no. It was straight away just a little short. Offensive rebound, Danny Green, block shot, and AD saved the day. So what's you, what's you guys' take on it? Uh, Phillip, you got it first. What's your take on just the, the shot and just the whole game uh, from the Lakers? Man, I thought the Nuggets were about to pull a Nuggets. I thought they were about to come back, win that game. Man, I was... You know, obviously I'm pulling for the Lakers, but we just seen this too many times before in the other series. We thought the we thought the Nuggets were going to do some Nugget type stuff, come down. Jokic uh, did that move like we were just talking about. He had the tip in, which was some Nugget stuff. You know, whatever it takes for them to get back into the game. Then he had that move over the second best defensive player in the league. That little baby hook he did was money. Uh, but the game should have been over. When uh when when uh Caruso missed the three, they just didn't get the rebound, and then the ball went out of bounds. And yeah, but Murray, but they blocked it out of bounds, which kept time on the clock. If they would have tapped it in, hey, young folks, game. learn to box out, box out. There was so many yeah. things that just showed that they're still a young team, and like there's like little things that that matter that left two seconds on the clock, just two. Right. Splash, and, Kobe. And so, and so then they sh- the, the game should have been over, man. But what LeBron is doing with AKD is what LeBron wanted to do with Kyrie. He wanted somebody Bro, to kind of take the reins. No, he wanted Don't somebody to kind of take the. Well, let me finish my take. He wanted somebody to kind of take the reins and and do that type of thing. Um, but AD is actually stepping up and doing it, man. Um, I think. I think this is the perfect fit for them. And like they were saying, LeBron may not be going for the finals MVP this year because he has another guy beside him. He finally has that dynamic duo, that guy that can step up and make those plays at the end of it. Because if you look at it, it's only uh, AD's second game one, his first ever in the playoffs, man. So he's kind of... He's kind of new and young to this as well. Yeah. So, um, no, yeah, it's his first, first conference finals. First conference yeah, finals. Um, it's just, man, AD... Is a great, great player. Like a lot of players, uh, Kendrick Perkins on Twitter said it a while back that he would take AD over Giannis, and this was before the season was even started because he's more like he's more offensively skilled with shooting, uh, finishing with you know actually posting up. And AD is just special. It's just now he's on a team that's that's meant for a championship. You know, there in New Orleans they tried to make it happen, but you just didn't have enough. Like Drew Holiday. Remember the year they upset Portland? They made it to the second round. Rondo and Drew. Yeah, Rondo and Drew. And you thought you had it when you had um, Boogie. Cousins, but it just didn't happen that way. Injuries, so, bro. Injuries yeah. kept derailing the team, honestly. And like so, you said, with them, they just weren't deep enough. No, yeah, they weren't deep enough. Yep. And yeah. honestly, like people like was talking about the Lakers squad and making fun of like who they had on the bench and stuff like that. But like I, like we talked about last week, these dudes are just coming through right when you need them to. Yeah. A knockdown shot, a steal. Caruso had a steal, like a random steal at some point. The one that he took coast to coast. Oh yeah. And it was just like. That's the stuff you need. Like He's that this look. team's uh, Superman. Um, what's his name? Kurt Rambis. 
Yeah. You know, just that that it's yeah. crazy. They're both white, but yeah. they just give you that no. energy. He's he's the savior, bro. Like like he's like one of those dudes, like like the X Factor, same as uh, Keith Morris, bro. Like yeah. I'm gonna knock down a couple whenever you need me. I might have a defensive stop. Like they were giving dudes hell on the defensive end, and that's another thing. Like we couldn't even like utilize Dwight the way we used him because he kept getting fouled. Yeah. They wasn't having it this mm-hmm. game. Like they let him have his fun last game. The ref wasn't having it this nah. game. They was calling everything. And plus, Jokic was attacking. Yeah, you know, Jokic was like, "Man, you this how you want to play? I'm gonna have to attack." Nah, Jokic you. was doing like some dirty stuff, and they was giving him the calls. Like yeah. he was catching. It would be like he would start the mess, and Dwight react, and they'd be like, "Follow Dwight." And I'm like, oh, come on, bruh. And it's crazy because this game pretty much came down to, I know it's a two-point game, but it literally was a two-point game. Jokic had 30 points, um, 25 from Murray, then you had 31 from AD, 26 from Bron. So it was like your star players, you know, it's just like whose duo is going to play better and score more, and that's that's who it looks like who won the game. Uh, shout out to Michael Porter we doing his everything. thing. No, everything. And uh, what's your take on it, Mike, the big shot from AD and just the game period? The big shot I'll start off with, it was once it touched his hands, I knew it was good. It was not just that it was AD, but it's like he hit a shot earlier in the third quarter, same spot, step back. And I said his his rhythm, his like the his rhythm, his catch, everything was perfect and synonymous to the three to the third quarter shot. But it's like it was one of those shots he's like, if he makes this, we already know not just not just that we're gonna win the series, but he's confident enough to get the MVP for the Lakers this year. Go ahead and get that NBA Finals MVP. I see it, AD. But also for the game, we actually had the lead majority of the game. And it's like once we got, once we, after LeBron's made 12 of our first 14 points, I said, you know what? I think LeBron's going, he's going to have a good game, but he's not going to look for it offensively as much once we catch back up. And that's exactly what he did. Him and Rondo facilitated, but AD was consistently going at Jokic, going at their interior, hitting them with post moves. Especially going to perimeter, he was taking people off the dribble, and I said, "Oh, oh he's trying to get his tonight. He no, doesn't yeah. want to lose." No, he's AD special. came here not to lose, and he's playing like it. I appreciate AD for all he's doing. Keep doing it, big dog. LeBron, help my man's out. You already know. Hey, Give and go. And it's crazy because uh, shout out to my guy Nikki of Clutch Points. Uh, I, I said it on his show. Uh, I got next that it's going to take AD being the MVP of the Lakers for them to win in the conference finals for them yeah. to win in the NBA finals because I mean, for the conference finals he's a he, difference he maker. is our MVP right now he's yeah. averaging 30 no, points no no yeah bro yes, he he's a difference maker no one no no Denver that can't do anything that was against the Clippers and that was if it was against the Bucks but now I was is recalibrated now. Nah, even I now because still want AD to be the best player. Nah, so he's not needed to be the best player. It's the caliber and teams and the matchups aren't the same. I still think so because against like you, you face off against Boston after this. They have good wing players. They don't have any bigs. You face off against Miami. They have Bam, but they're going to be able to throw Crowder, Jimmy Butler, uh, Derrick Jones to you know kind of make it tough on a thirty-five-year-old Bron. But AD. Always is the mismatch And when he's balling If you look at the bubble The games that he Didn't play well The Lakers lost And all the games That he balled in The Lakers won So it's like He dictates so much Because defensively And then offensively That it changes the game uh, Shout out to Rondo Because Rondo Is helping so much When it comes to The playmaking Because he had, he had Nine Please. assists Thank you. So I said it I, I don't argue with Maybe even Danny, but people on Twitter for sure saying that eventually Bron is going to have to put the assists away and become a, a scorer. And that's what he did in the first half to set the pace with 20 points is that he was like, man, I'm scoring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's going to need. He scored 12 or our first 14. Yeah. And, he and, made us come back. And Rondo, um, Rondo is just playmaking out there and doing yeah, what he's, he's supposed just, to like, do. Everything he does is like he is well thought out. Like it's just he's very efficient. Like we're an efficient team. And don't sleep on Vogel with his coaching and his lineup switches and like changing things up. Like last last series, McGee and Dwight didn't even play. Now true. you have he, at, towards like That's the end true. of the series, he started Markeith Morris. He was like, we don't even need. And now Keith's still playing, but you bringing in Dwight. And he started even last game. He started the second half with Dwight just because he was disruptive and he was getting on Jokic's nerve and they didn't have any answers for the size. And you can see Malone trying to like. 
coach with him and like they put in PJ Dozier or something yesterday. Yeah. It didn't work, you know. Kind of in the it worked. It but worked he just didn't make free throws. Not yeah, but it bit you in the butt because he's yeah. not the dude that's going like Gary Harris going to knock those down. Yeah, but now he had took Gary True. Harris out. So like you can see like the coaching that's going down when it's the lineup switches like that. You can see the players making the difference. But like AD has to dominate this series because he got to he got to put the pressure on the big dudes that they got because Paul Millsap is not looking good. Grant's not looking good. Harris is having off nights right now. Like we're being very disruptive. KCP is having you know knocking down a few shots here and there. We just need every little bit from this team, and you can see throughout even in the coaching staff. I think Phil Handy got a tech the other day. Oh no, yeah, Phil Handy. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, get your tech, bro. Go ahead. Talk. Man, he's shit. trying to go to New Jersey. He's trying to go to Brooklyn. It's really a team. Go ahead. Go to Brooklyn. Nah, he can go. We did your part. Only person I was disappointed in was Kuzma because he thought he was about to go one on one back and forth with Michael Porter. Hey man, we don't need that from you. I was saying that like, bro, I was like Especially all the light skins. It's a light skin battle. Hey, it was yeah. I think you tweeted something like that. Did like, you tweet something? I don't know if I tweeted it, but somebody might have said something. Yeah, somebody but, said it and it was just like, Oh, this is a battle of the light skin. Like the superior who's gonna be the superior oh. light skin and it was just crazy. Superior but, light skin. Yeah, man. Um, damn, it was just, man, crazy, crazy game. Exciting playoff game. How much better would it have been, uh, Phillip and Mike, if it was in the Staples Center to see such a big shot? You want, me, you want to get it, Phil? Because I already know how I feel about it. You want to get it? I've never been to a Lakers game in Staples what? Center. But but I can only imagine how Ham would have been going. Bro, what? You probably would have rioted in the streets. <laughs> Smooth. Well, that's, that's, it's something light. Something light. Yeah, the nosebleed's only two hundred, bro. You can do that. I'm straight <laughs> on that. Man. I'm just getting my tickets for free. Nah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Well, Everybody get to. I just want to. Oh, I'll get into that later. Yeah, but but Mike, we about show, Clipper How would it? Yeah, we got to, we got some news on Clipper Daryl that oh, he's gonna yeah, be posted to Courtside Radio that everybody gonna check out. I feel that you understand that the Battle of L.A. that didn't happen because the Clippers is just that trash. But it would have been one of the things that would have just not just turned out L.A., but that's one of those things that we've been waiting for. We know that we're good historically on the Lakers end, but to have the, Lake, the Clippers actually have a team that on paper people say could compete with us. That would have been something that L.A. Would, was much needing, especially during this pandemic. That would have been perfect. But it's like the revenue that it would have generated for the city. But giving marketability more to LA and Staples Center on we can do this and then you gotta come through LA if you wanna be great nah facts and it's just crazy cause this moment would have been so so huge but the Lakers took care of business man they're up 2-0 I think if the Nuggets gets that game then you can kinda say dang maybe it goes 6 or 7 but now you like we have to see what the beginning of Game Three is going to look like because this this type of it's loss, can, yeah, this it's can this can demoralize a team. Like, damn, we didn't have them, but they make this big shot and they beat us. So it's going to be very interesting oh, Game Three. But it's the Nuggets. They've been down three one twice, which Those a lot of people kids. don't do. Yeah, the it's comeback kids. Game series. It's just which two ones are they going to win? Two are coming. Two blowouts two, are coming. Two more blowouts is, are that, coming Danny? is that Danny, Danny Somerville? That is Danny Somerville. I see in the darkness. You said two blowouts. Danny, wish, before we move on, what's your take on the big shot from AD? And uh, you already saying two blowouts are coming. So, Darkness. You know, but was, what's your take was, on the shot? That was, that was the, I don't know the, the term, but that was the, 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 the play that needed to happen. You know, the energetic play to just, you needed some spark. And I, I felt like the Lakers, when they, they, they went up 16, they, lost, they just, you're beating this team. It's like, it's not fun. Like, I was supposed to really play the Clippers. I'm beating Denver. I'm whooping their ass. Excuse beating me, on them. You know, no, no, no. It's, it's just, you know, you, you lose a little bit of that that fire. They came back. You hit a game-winning shot. Game three, they're going to blow them out. Game four, they're going to finish it off. So both games will be blowouts? I, was, yeah. I, see the, I see the Denver Nuggets actually getting a game. I, I they almost Denver. got this one if AD did not hit a... His first ball, that was AD's first game winner in the playoffs and his first game winner since around 2015. No, yeah, it was, man, it was just a legendary shot, man. A shot that could could be the spark to his career, like him getting a finals MVP and then becoming the true face of the team. Uh, 
you know, next year as LeBron ages and it's just one of those moments that he needed, you know, and he, he stepped up and made it happen. Now to see what he does the rest of the series. But shout out Anthony Davis. Shout out to Los Angeles Lakers. Up 2-0. Ready to get back to the finals, man, which they haven't been in 10 years. So shout out to those guys. Uh, just a quick take on what we feel about it. Uh, last week we got the news later in the week. Um, what was that, Friday? I believe Friday that Giannis was named the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start off with you, Danny. What's your take? Uh, do you agree or disagree with Giannis being named the back-to-back MVP? I mean, I I don't disagree, right? But I don't agree. That's not my pick. But I understand why they got him as MVP. No, yeah, I, I feel Why like is that? that? I, just, I mean, I understand that he's the most. I mean, without his, I mean, to me, their team's still getting in the playoffs, right? They're probably seven seed, but I understand what he did. He was defensive player of the year, quote unquote, whatever, you know. Uh, he Arguably. still averaged basically 30 and 15, you know. I mean, he did do a lot for He was the most valuable player on his team, for sure. No, yeah, and that best team, you know, you realize the award. It's yeah. looking like it's the best player on, on the, the best, best team, best with, team. The yeah, yeah, with the so. record. But I, I agree with uh, the the voting, just the fact that when the season ended, they, you know, he was playing like they were playing lights out. You know, they played even better than they did the year before. Um, he was balling. And like I tell everybody in the history of basketball, when two top five players play together, it's hard to give either one the MVP because you have that other guy. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe averaged 31 uh, points in 03, the years the Lakers won their third championship, and he didn't receive. He was he was third. He didn't receive a first place vote because they were like, "Hey, you're playing with Shaq." You know what I'm saying? Was it right? <laughs> no, but he's dominating. Yeah, he was averaging 31, six and five, but he wasn't given the award because like you're playing with Shaq. And um, when you look at KD and Steph playing together, um, you know, two top five got we can't give it to you guys. Like, you're playing with each other. So that's why you couldn't change that, even though it's for LeBron, because it's just that's how history works. You know, people may say, what about Magic and Kareem? Kareem was in his down years when Magic started to win MVPs. Like, he was aging, and you saw with his game and his numbers. So that's when you knew that Magic was clearly the guy. But other than that, Man, Giannis deserves it. He was he shouldn't have got defensive player of the year, but he should have been the second place guy with that. Nice. To go with that and the way that he played for his team, um, you know, I, I agree he with it. Part of that team, you know, yeah. so I understand. And I do like what LeBron said. I I mean, I would challenge the NBA if I was them, if I was these top players to have a rule break. No, honestly. all you have to do is not allow the writers. You need more. You need more than either it being the top player. Or it be the struggling, like you need. There needs to be some type of criteria for MVP. No, I'm yeah, with you I on agree. That. No, it just it just can't be the writers. Three straight seasons, and he wasn't after his after he won it. He wasn't even like nominated in the top three. Like he was, but they weren't giving it to him because oh, you did it. It's like no, we're gonna put you in a in a conversation, but you know you're not gonna be in the final three. You know it. Because it's James all, Harden was go ahead. Hey, because it's all about narratives. Uh, Mike's favorite word from a while back, but oh my god, <laughs> the narrative, the narrative, the narrative, the narrative. That's what it is. The narrative, the narrative. I hear y'all say narrative so much. I was like, you know, it's not even gonna make me mad. Man, I, I understand. Hey, so Philip, Philip, what's your take <laughs> on uh, the the Giannis thing? You agree, disagree? I mean, I knew he was going to win it just based on, you know, what he was doing. The narrative. And them having a number the one record. what he did, of course. That's what you want to say. <laughs> yeah, so he had the number one team. He had his team uh, prepared. He put up monster numbers. Nobody was really stopping him in the East. He was, he was the best player. And we got to think back. We're not including what happened in the bubble. You know, we're thinking back to... Supposedly. We're thinking back to... All what happened during the actual season, he was unanimously the MVP. I don't understand the argument that Braun should have been MVP, but you know, I agree with y'all. There should be some more stringent type of rules or, or, or guidelines for what the MVP actually is and what does actual MVP mean? Does it mean the most valuable player? Or does it mean the right. best player on the best team? You know, yeah. what exactly does that what mean? And then we need to hold we need to hold the voters accountable. To following those outlines, but as the rules are set now, yes, Giannis should have won it. So I agree. You said you 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 gave him the unanimous vote. 
Hell no, I no, shouldn't have been in that. He, no, he got his. He got Phil. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Giannis has Phil's vote. That's all. That part. Yeah, yeah. Who's, I said, I said, based on what, based on the rules now, Giannis should have won. Yeah. yeah. What's your, what's your take? It's tough for me. I'm biased because, of course, it's a Laker. I want him to win it. I do think he deserves it, but I can also understand why he didn't get it. People knew what Giannis was very capable of coming into the season, and he pretty much doubled down on what he was doing last year and just made it like run away. We're going to the championship. Like, don't even worry about it. They was like 30, 40 point dudes, and he wasn't even playing the fourth. Like, they was really disrespecting teams out there but people discount like who Giannis has around him as well like that team is gritty like they still like to fight he has a decent coach but it's more so I think it's just like his presence on the floor like he's just he's so dominant it's really tough to look away and when you watch the game and see him body somebody up and just dunk the ball on him after he takes a step from the three-point line in traffic you're like who's better than this dude and then you see LeBron play, and then he only... Ha- I mean, like, LeBron's cast, we would say, is, like, average. The league would say probably below average for most people. They'll make fun of us. But also, when, when you're you're when you're leading assists or going to Anthony Davis, who is top five in the league, you it kind of, like, takes away a little bit from, like, how good are you really? Like, you're passing the ball to... Because he led the league in assists this year. And then you're passing the ball to like one of the greatest players in the league right now. Like it's kind of like, well, duh, he's supposed to make the shot. Like so, like they're not giving him the credit that he that I think he deserves. But you know, like we're used to the hate. It's fine. Hey, I, I do. I do believe that in a tough Western Conference on a new team with all these players not mm-hmm. coming back with all that stuff, like he deserved a little bit more credit and like who's sit- that. Brunch. The narrative. No, I think Anthony Davis deserves oh, it. Oh God! I think oh, AD don't, don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> no, I, I really believe that AD, bro led the Lakers in thirteen categories, but because he's willing to say, uh, "Yeah, no, Bron, you know, Bron." Bron sets the table, bro. He just comes up and eats, bro. Like but that's def- just pretty much but, what it is. Defensively, yes, defensive player of the year is his. But, but games like yesterday show you that he scored the last ten yes, points for the Lakers. Where, but like people are creating for him a lot. You know he is He does have a little ISO game He does yeah. have a little Pull up game And stuff like that But we saw During the season LeBron's out We in trouble AD's out We'll be okay yeah. And like that That right there Takes away from his MVP case Immediately to me So Move on I don't know But hey Before we move on To Bruce's team of the week Which is a great Great uh, Great team That team choice He got ready for you guys I gotta give a shout out to my guy that we're gonna have to have on the show again soon, Clipper Daryl, man. Uh, if y'all go and check out our courtside radio page, you're going to see that he changed his page name to Laker Daryl. <laughs> so he's Laker Daryl. He had so many bets out there. He had one with uh, Crew Show, uh, the sports guy. He had one uh, with. Uh, he had a bet with me on uh, Don't Add Me with me and Alex. So I still need that one. He had a bet with Profanity Nation. I said it. Hey, I predicted this. Maybe I can predict the future. I predicted this on our live show with Paul Pierce that he will be Laker Daryl within two years. And that's exactly I, who he is, bro. Laker Daryl. How, 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 how do you get fired on his day off? They, they, they ain't even playing. Still had to. Crazy. Hey, crazy. Bet, Do I get to get my take crazy. real quick? Do I get to get my quick take? No, yes. Throw, throw your take in. Oh, well, I was going to say, I feel like LeBron should have won it. But more so because at minimal, he accounted for 44 points consistently every night. And that LeBron, he affected the floor on both ends, as did Giannis, but he did on another level. It was he can facilitate for the team and be the leading assist man. He can be the leading scorer any night. Defensively, he can take over, get X amount of blocks, all the chase downs he wants. But he plays the passing lanes. He's physical from point guard to center. We can utilize this man in every field of the offensive and defensive level of basketball. And I just feel like he should have got this one. So they do have to get it right on the criteria of what is needed to be an MVP. No, I facts. Um, Shout out, man, all these great players in the NBA who played, uh, you know, had a great season. Harden, AD, Bron, Giannis. uh, But thank you, Bron, AD, because... Uh, and thank you, Denver Nuggets, because Clipper, Clipper Darrow is Laker Darrow right now, and it's it's, it's for the, it's for the for city that. and for the culture. So I gotta go home now. But hey, of course, our radio with the starting five. 
Damn. Uh, sorry about that. But uh, Corsair Cor- Radio with the starting fire. You think I'm drinking alcohol? Yeah, uh, drinking we water. are <laughs> drinking water, but we are here. <laughs> uh, Mike Kelly, PG Bruce in the studio. We got our guys on Zoom. Uh, Miss Ida Pappy himself, Danny Boy, and uh, Philip Three Brown. But it's that time of the week. It is Monday, and uh, it is our. First, uh, second segment of the show, most Mondays, and it is time for Bruce's Team of the Week. Bruce, you got it, man. Yes, sir. Re. First, I want to say to Laker Daryl, he tried to call out a, a fellow Laker fan, Alex Jones, uh, comedian, said, Oh, I hooked you up and I gave you tickets. Clipper tickets are free, bro. You didn't give him nothing. I don't care if they was course If they was course he just had to tip the doorman. Nothing crazy there. But anyway, team of the week this week is going to be our 2001 champion WNBA LA Sparks. They, they definitely, definitely deserved it with uh, such a dominant, dominant performance. That year, Sparks finished the season 28 and 4. Balling. Dude. 28 and 4. Now, yeah, 32 games, not a lot, but 28 and 4? Yeah. How many winning streaks did you have to go on to do this? Hey, that team was nice, man. Lisa Leslie, Monique. That was nice. They couldn't have lost three straight. I know it. (laughs) Coach Michael Cooper, of course. Shout out. Oh, Coop. Shout out, Coop. Coop. We used to get our hair cut at the same spot. Shout out, Coop. (laughs) But, Uh, and we can can give our shout outs to the squad, which was definitely a bunch of uh, Hall of Famers, especially with the leader. Lisa Leslie, who averaged 20 a game that season. Um, Inglewood's finest. 10 boards, two assists, three blocks. You know, just killing. She, they also had Tamika Dixon, Mwadi Mabika, who yeah, was Mabika a baller. Was nice. Delisha Milton-Jones, yeah, baller. baller. Man, bro, like, I remember this because this, like, WNBA is kind of like just getting started. It had been around like four years, and the comments was just mm-hmm. killing it. And we was like, man, we got Lisa Leslie. What's going on here? Like, why are we not winning? And then we came out that year, and it was just run the table. Like, who won it? Man, fast. Seven games. We out. I don't even think they beat us in the playoffs. I don't even know what our playoff record was that year, but I doubt we lost maybe one game. Yeah. But I just want to give a shout-out to that team. And another reason I bring them up is because they're an L.A. squad. WNBA only been around yeah. since I said '97. <laughs> Clippers been around since. They got since... more rings than the Clippers. <laughs> they got three rings, and the Clippers have zero. Oh They've been around a hundred years. Zero. Oh my god! They already got Wait, three. Wait. They only been around like twenty plus. Come on, bro. They, they have zero Western Conference Finals appearance. Zero. God damn! But shout Lakers out to the Sparks, Come man. On, man. I, see I know y'all up. didn't make it through this year. We took an L. It's a, it's a short season. I understand what's going on, but y'all gonna come back next year. Shout out Candace Parker, the goat. You know what's up. Like let's let's do it. Run it back. Hey T Cooper, you the one. That's man, all, that's all I gotta let you know. Man. <laughs> T. Cooper, you are the one. But, man, shout-out to the L.A. Sparks, man, that team. I just think they did them wrong. Mm-hmm. One game elimination for the third-best third, third best team. Like, nah, they should have should have been a series. But, you know, I guess that's how the rules work. But shout-out to that team, man. That was a great pick, the L.A. Sparks. Um, Clippers, shame Make on sure you. Y'all that whole starting five average at least doubled figures. Yeah. And then when they got into the playoffs, everybody just stepped it up like three points. Man. It was just like, oh, it's time to really play? It was like, y'all wasn't just uh, playing? Hey, they were balling. But, uh, Philip, uh, you can you can throw your plug in there. You got it, Philip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Make sure y'all tap into WNBA underscore Wubble. We just passed 1,000 followers. Get it, get Yeah. Get to the WNBA. Come on, give us a little follow and show us some love. Wubble. Hey, WNBA love, baby. Hey, Philip, is that all you? Yeah, that's, that's me by myself. Oh, damn. Big oh, time, dope. bro. That's Cap. <laughs> he was sound like he was real. Yeah, it was me by myself. Oh, man. right on the IG page right, right. right now. I'm about to have you All take... Me. Man, you got, work. It's just light work. Man, you got to take man. over that course Nothing side page. Like get us on the come up. But, uh... Hey, shout and out like to... Shirts too. $25 for shirts. Come on. Oh, that's lit. Oh, run that. Hey, for sure. Hey, so shout out to the WNBA underscore Wubble Master guy, Philip, And shout out to that 2001... Uh, Sparks team They got a championship Before the Clippers So I I, I put Three. the Sparks In front of them Three of them Catch yeah. up. Who has it Who so, has it in California Catch up. Besides the Kings Man so uh, That is this week's Bruce's Two. team Of, of the, the week. week LA Sparks Give them hand claps baby 
So now we're just going to move it uh, along. Uh, we have our culture news, and we we talked about this earlier in the chat, and I just want to see what you guys feel on it. Um, when it comes to, is it criticism or is it cyberbullying? So you, when you see, like, the Clippers, everybody are going in on all of them, uh, Paul George and all the guys. And I, I told you guys about Montrez Harrell. Yesterday, for you football fans, you know the Falcons gave up a crazy game and lead to the Cowboys and let Cowboys get their first <laughs> victory. And Montrez, being a, a Atlanta Falcon fan, he came on Twitter like, come on, Falcons, y'all gave up another big game, big lead, and took an L. And... He was just ate alive Flame. by all of you finish him. All of, everyone on Twitter was just like, you can't say anything. But ain't Flame this you thrower. showing the 3-1 <laughs> comeback and just killed him? To, he, just, he never responded, and it was just like. Yeah, he might as well just delete his account at that point. And it was just well, like. What can he say, though? It was like, huh? What response can he say? All he had to say was, but I'm talking about football. Falcons, we almost had it. <laughs> yeah. And move on. I mean, he really can't. Man, Honestly, he, I, su- I suggest all Clipper fans just Stay off social media. Live your life, man. Read yeah, a book. Read a book. Watch the Lakers. Man, go silence sip and drinks on a beach or by your pool. Like something. You hey. don't gotta be out here in the real world right now. Facts. I seen a Clipper fan on the street, my neighbor today, and he was like, I deleted my IG account. He said, I deleted it third quarter, halfway through. He said, I knew at that point it was a wrap. He said, I was done. And I was like, he wow. He was like, account? deleted his whole account. He was like, I can't do it right now. He said, I just, I just deactivated it. I'm not gonna use I'll it. Come back. He said, I'm not ready to even be in the streets. He said, I'm not ready to talk right now. Still, it's been a week, <laughs> bro. Like, come on. No, well, they yeah. hurt for real. So, hey, Danny, this is the best chance they had. Hey, so Danny, I want you to, because uh, you kind of brought it up when we were uh, texting. What's your take on it? Like, do you see it as criticism or is it? To the point to where it's silent bullying. I mean, I think it's just levels. You know, the first, you know, three, four days is meant for just the, 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 the trolling. It's the enjoyment of being at home and quarantined and all that stuff. But then you got layers. Like, I mean, you got people really going in on. I mean, I know I call Paul George a bitch, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I called him a bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't say the well, a tro- We were upset. It. We were upset at the yeah, time. I mean, we were mad. He did us wrong, you know? Yeah. But, like, people are, like, going above and beyond. You know, on a on a on a crazy level, this man like as if he was the only person that played bad. You know, it just get it's just levels. You know, so it's just levels to it. And I think that sometimes it get it gets past the point because then if you go see Paul George in his face, you definitely not about to talk that craziness. No, why not? Right. I feel that cyberbullying becomes a point where you won't say that to their face. Why not? You won't. You just you won't. Why not? Cause you won't. You scared. You won't. Cause you just no, Cause he's six eight, six nine. You won't. You won't. I'm, he's I'm six, nine. Six, he is six nine. nine. He's not gonna. We know. He's not gonna Phil, swing, but he's that's you. He, he ain't got his swing. He got his way way people do it. Listen, his hands to the left of you is gonna pop your shit. That's part. That can be true also. Trust me. All right. Well, then he's still gonna get sued because you're gonna say Paul George told him to do that. Oh, but you you wanna sue? I'm not I'm, me. We, we not me. You're saying they we smarter than that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they smarter as, than that. What I'm saying is, we as fans, we as people that love the game of basketball, when you Off. see anybody, you see Montrez Harrell, you see Patrick Beverly, your tone gonna be different. No, you're yeah. Not talking the same way you talking on Twitter. I don't care who you are. You just not doing okay, it. Okay, I agree with that. Okay, it's I, not. I'm sure that it's not happening. You're not gonna be talking that same shit. And then, yeah, and then you just have to realize, like these guys are human. Like, come on, dog. They already, they already dealing with enough. Paul George deserves no, bro. They're no, getting paid no, hundreds no. of millions of dollars, bro. If they can't take a little Twitter thing, they shouldn't play the game, man. I remember, see, I remember being in college, bro. And they would look up your mom's name, your girl's name, all the information uh-huh. about you. And they'd be ragging you during the game to your face in the game, bro. So if you can't handle hey, it, Phil. you don't play Division One basketball. Phil. But that's it, in the game. Does that make it okay? Yeah. In the game, though. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what comes that with the territory. Okay? That's what does that make it okay? If you're not ready for yes. people to talk about you, you're not ready for some I, stuff. I just don't think that makes yeah, it okay because make it okay though. Every day no, that you just badger this person, and then mm-hmm. whoop, they remove themselves. Bro, themselves. Been bagging on Bron- Michael, you've been bagging on Bron since he got in the league, bro. What are you talking about? You've been cyberbullying Bron. Bro, I didn't even know like you when Bron got in the league. Years, How you know? I, I, I used I probably it used to be a Bron fan. 
But at least that's, I'm saying that's reserved for a text message. That's not necessarily out there on the internet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not don't, out there. Don't go on the internet, bro. Don't go on the internet, bro. You know you messed up. Don't go on the internet. No, but that's the thing. He has the right. You going hard, and you want to me. If you gonna say something, say it in my face. That's how I feel, and that's how wow. a lot. Of Everybody have opportunity to say to their up. face, bro. That's all I'm. That's that, I'm just saying. That's where I feel like stuff really comes in. If it's a, if it's a comment that you would not direct to them in their face, that's when it becomes. Bro, cyberbullying is a term like that's only like five years old, man. What were they doing it's back in the eighties and nineties? They was, they was slaughtering, motherfucker, bro. No, you just you did you couldn't do it because you couldn't yeah. go on the internet to do it. But nowadays, it's like like if you're still badgering the Clippers. Um, like that's why like when Clipper Daryl when they took that L I kind of didn't send nothing crazy because I already knew that the whole world was about to bash this guy to the point to where you know he's about to go into hiding but it comes comes from how much trash he was talking bro it comes from how much trash he was talking before then if they hadn't said nothing nobody would have directed anything to him they would have been but normal that, amount normal amount so to some point instant you brought it on yourself man you took like, a picture Paul George, of Paul George can't Paul George can't make fun of Dame going home early and then he go home early bro you ask you asking for it you asking for all of this man so I was but see that's fine there, there, there's no problem with that you picked up a picture of a toy and then you decided to mock me off of writing that's stationary for a kid that's when it becomes cyberbullying. You step past my game. Yeah, like that's that's a whole nother level of of pettiness and immaturity in my in my part. If I say you you bro you scored ten, well you ain't in the league. You still only had ten points and you get paid one hundred fifty. Like that's me going criticism. Yeah, cyberbullying. I'm, I mean, See, that's you're exactly. at a different angle is what I'm saying. Not you, but I'm just saying in general, the people are taking that mm-hmm. at a different angle. That's when I think it crosses boundaries because even if you pulling up my mom and my sister name, and then if I get mad and bitch slap you. Then you come sue me. You the real punk. You sue me because I slapped you because you talking about because my you mama. talking fresh. I got every right to bust See, your and head. that's what I feel. And like that's I feel the, that should have played better. Man, but, well, well, it's not I even agree. that. It's not even that. I, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm just leave like, nothing yeah, to say. Because think I my example. I, yeah, but think about it. We think about like LeBron, right? And that's why we get on Skip Bay. Even I get on Skip Bayless' head because I'm like, bro, you bring up LeBron for stuff that is like, it's to a point to where you're not criticizing. You're kind of bullying because you're saying stuff that don't even pertain to him. Like, I already predicted it. When AD made the shot, I forgot who. I told my brother, I said, I guarantee that Skip is going to say, see, Brian wasn't ready to take that shot. Where it was like, you know. Brian drew a triple team. It was like, what does that matter? They made the shot, but that's because it gets to that point of bullying if you look at Twitter bro if y'all saw after I, I looked at that Trez uh, message the Falcons and I, I sent to him like oh yeah Falcons are trash bro but like it was like 70 messages so fast I was like man what you talking about your, your Clippers just lost it was like bro that was last week yeah we still on their head but like damn y'all can't he's talking about the Falcons talk about the Falcons he like man I'm on here to talk about my Falcons but y'all still want to talk about me like when does it stop and that's why I think it's bullying man but Hey, we could tell we, we could tell we could talk about that all day. Cyberbullying or criticism. Maybe we're gonna have to run that back, especially after the season, because I'm pretty sure more people are gonna be on the Clippers' heads after the Lakers win the championship. So we're gonna be able to discuss if Yeah, we can come back to yeah, the topic. criticism. No, yes, and people gonna be on their head still, so we're gonna be able to bring that back up. But um, it's that time, man. Y'all know what time it is. That two, that four, you know, that two, that four. That's that that Kobe number twenty four. But that two, that four here is uh, that two, four pick and roll. Philip, Mike, you guys got it. Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. It's the two, four pick and roll featuring your boy Philip and my homie Mike. Big Mike, boy, go ahead, Mike. Talk to him one time. Well, you know what it is. It's the two-fold pick and roll, like my boy said. We're coming to you live again. It's Monday. It's that time. And my boy has some amazing picks for y'all. And uh, I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to roll with him. I'm going to have to slide and get that bucket. All right. So, coming up, free agency. Obviously, we just talked about the Clippers. Their um, season's over right now. So, coming up in free agency, we have Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's due for a big payday, so depending on what the Clippers can offer him, do you think he should? And knowing that he already followed uh, the Toronto Raptors on Instagram, that was a big story that came out. Should Montrez Harold stay 
and, and stay in a position that he's in as a sixth six man um, and maybe receive less money but compete for a championship? Or should he go to a team like Toronto and uh, get more money and maybe even be a starter um, and still have an opportunity to fight for a championship in the East? Uh, so I'm going to say if he really wants to do it, I think he should stay and have a better chance of winning a championship with the Clippers hmm. than he will with the Toronto, but he would have to give us some money probably. So I'm going to say he should stay. Uh, what you rolling with? I'm actually, I'm actually on the opposite end. I'm actually feeling like the free agent market would be great for him, but just like if we're just going to go scenarios of Toronto per se, as he yeah. followed them, okay. yes. But I feel like that will be an opportunity for him to flourish as he progresses as a player. Because mm-hmm. his skill set is set perfectly for what they like to do offensively. Defensive On the defensive end, he's not a liability. He actually adds to what they needed more physicality-wise. So it's like, I feel like he should hit the free agent market, get his money where it is due. Yeah, and he has he's a, he can bring value to whatever team he goes to. But if he does stay with the Clippers, it's out of security. Lose the money, but his best option yes. will be to flourish while he progresses with another team. So, no, to, to your point, though, like, if you found a home and you have a comfortable role that you're comfortable with and you're still getting paid a decent amount of money, you should stay where you are. It's always those people that want to leave for more money that push themselves in a, in a worse situation, but they have more money. So you never know how it's going to pan out when you're not asked to just come off the bench and be the sixth man and just bring Oh yeah, okay. Oh, Thank oh, you. Man. We appreciate you. Hey, so they got to come back to it. Man, I got I got one for them uh, once they're done. But man, great takes. Uh, this damn Zoom, man. It's been tripping today. Yeah, it's tripping today. But it's gonna be all right, man. The show, the show is still the running. The show smooth. must go on, and the we still got going on. So we, we still got LeBron and AD here. Yeah, we, yeah, LeBron and AD in, in the stew, so we holding it down just like LeBron and AD holding it down on the court. But I got a question for both of them, and I want to see if they if they're like rolling with each other once we get them back back rolling. But um, yeah, man, that AD or KG in their prime, like who who would they take? Ooh, you know, like I I, I know a lot of a lot I of people, love me some AD, but I don't know, man. Yeah, but you know how a lot of people get caught up in the the moment, so they want to pick players all right now he's doing it. But it's like if you really sit back and really think, who are you you taking, AD or or KG? Right now it's real tough, and I couldn't even tell you because right now I'm leaning towards KG. KG. Like offensively, AD I think is better, but just the presence KG brought on that – like. AD is a defensive player of the year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bringing the defense. He's bringing the offense. He's all around. KG brought like just a different, yeah. Just the, like I said, his presence and like just who he was. Like you, like you knew that you had that dude riding with you, and you was gonna throw your life on the line because you know he would. So no, yeah, and man, just the fact I like KG too because KG was a hell of an offensive player. You know, he won the MVP baseline fadeaway. You know, and imagine him playing Ugh, in today's Minnesota. era with Ugh. even more space. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like he'd you all, be killer, you have bro. To think about that. Like he won MVP in 2004. Imagine if he was playing in today's era of basketball. Oh yeah. Uh, you know that that would have been special. But man, our two four pick and roll is is going smooth, man. Harold, what what should Montrez do? Should he? Stay with the Clippers Or should he go somewhere else You know Like the Knicks Sign and trade You know Something like that Cause you know Eventually guys want to get paid like, I want to win championships Yeah But you know Not everybody loves basketball So they just like Man I want to get paid And sometimes you gotta go Get your check Yeah but honestly Like sometimes it's like You have to look at like Down the line Five years from now Four years from now Like what's What's actually gonna be happening With this team You know can I go ask Kawhi and PG? Hey, y'all plan on being here after these this next year? You know, like should I sign up for four? Yeah. Should I just sign up for a one and done? Yeah, get like the max done. money yeah. I can get right now. Like, mm-hmm. w- like what should I do? Yeah. So great, great work so far, Philip. Like, huh, huh. so uh, we'll, y'all, um, Mike should be back on soon. But man, I think that's great. Hey, I was telling him one that uh, I would throw at you guys to see if y'all roll with each other or not. Um, AD or KG in their prime. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no, man. Cause both of them great defensively, but I think even though KG was the beginning of a stretch four that could shoot a little bit, I think AD's offensive game is more um 
more versatile. But, so I, I'm gonna go with AD. Do you think? But dang, I love KG. Do I you think KG, KG would would score more? Because you know, in this era, it's more spacing. You know, you working right. more on your three point game because it's just right. a part of it. Like I think, man, KG could be possibly a thirty point score just because he, I think he had a better post mm-hmm. game. Than uh, AD, but and he plays with more intensity too. Yeah, so, so every night he okay. gonna bring it. But um, my bad. So getting back to it though, I was saying that these two guys are both six ten. These two guys are both young. Um, who 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 do you think's gonna pan out? Who would you want on your team more, Kyle Kuzma or Michael Porter Jr.? I think Kyle mm. Kuzma. I think Kyle Kuzma. Um, he's just gonna be a third type of guy. I don't think he'll ever develop into a second type of guy. He came out of uh, college late. He did all four years, so he's about he's been in the league for about three, four years now. So he's about 24, 25, 26 right now. Um, yeah. Michael Porter Jr. is still developing. I think Michael Porter Jr. can develop into a second tier guy. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So I'm gonna go with Michael Porter Jr. if I'm starting the team. Okay, I'm actually rolling with you, big dog. We got one. Yes, sir. I feel like Michael Porter Jr. right now. He does have more time to develop, not just because he's younger, but because his game is more developed than Kuzma's is right now. Yeah. Kuzma is set on being a perimeter. He's a perimeter post threat. He wants to be mid post, but more on the perimeter side of being a power forward. Defensively, he's not, you know, as consistent. He is. He can be a long, lengthy body to put on somebody. But Michael Porter, progressing offensively, he's done it early. But defensively, he can step it up, which you can always do that. But he can be someone that you would want to start if you had your team right now. Because mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma coming out of college, like you said, late, he was pretty much almost, he was pretty much developed to what he was going to be. We knew his ceiling was not too far from what he had. You can develop right. a better shot, you know, a little more handle, get open more. But Michael Porter Jr., he is going to be a monster. He's already on the run right now. Yes, sir. So really quickly, I got a couple uh, games for you coming up. Obviously, game three, Lakers Nuggets tomorrow. Uh, do you think the Lakers are going to go up 3-0 and put the, pretty much the nail in the coffin? Or do you think the Lakers are going to fight back and uh, make this some type of a series, man? So I'm kind of torn, actually. Uh, I have faith in the grit and determination of the Nuggets. But the Lakers are about business at this point in time. You saw that. They held off the surge. And that might have taken the type of uh, uh, pride that the Nuggets had by um, – by them stopping that run that they had and actually winning the game. So I'm actually going to go with Lakers. I mean, our Nuggets going going in there and winning one to make it 2-1, but I think that'll be the last game that they win of the series. I'm rolling with you again. Fans, you got to understand that Denver, they gave up a they gave up the they gave up the game now. They it literally went down to the last shot. AD historically did that, but like for himself. But we saw that they came back from 16 points down and right. I literally left and came back and we were losing. So I was yep. like, you know what? This team has, it's not just that they're young, they're competitive, they don't back down and they're only getting better, but I'm with you. They will get this game. They will get the next game and uh, they're going to make it competitive, but it's going to be at most six games, five at best for them. So, Moving on to our last uh, two full pick and roll of the day. We got game four, Celtics Miami coming up on, what's that, Wednesday? Wednesday. Um, huh? Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So we know Miami's been playing really tough. They're up 2 1 right now. Um, mm-hmm. this, but with the way the schedule is set up, it's giving a couple extra days to let the um, Lakers Nuggets um, series catch up. So with that time b- being rest, they have some more time to get. Uh, um, Hayward back in back in shape and get him integrated back into the team. Uh, so wh- who are you feeling with that one? I think I'm gonna go with Miami going up three one. They're just playing too tough right now. I feel like this is perfect. I'm going with you with Miami, but also because Miami is not just the grit, the intensity that they bring every night. But I still feel Gordon Hayward as he showed last game. He can be implemented into the offense, but he's not going to be a factor as much as people think. He's going to be yep. he's going to be more of a decoy than anything. As of right now, the Celtics need him to be a decoy because offensively, if you depend on him for to be a 20-point a night scorer for the rest of the series, I'm I'm gonna depend on y'all losing. So Miami has consistently down down the board, their top seven can give you double digits. 
but they can also give you their specific three-point shooters. They have their defensive uh, defensive monsters, and they have their, we will say, Jimmy, the head honcho over there for them emotionally. He has, he is the heart, he is Okay. Let's get it. Nice. Yeah. Yes, sir. So that wraps up our two-fold pick and roll for the day. Uh, we're going to throw that up there on, on Instagram so y'all go to the polls and vote for what y'all rolling with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's a two-fold pick and roll, man. Great job from our guys, our shooting guard and our power forward. So just to uh, – man, we got a few minutes here, but we're going to kind of like uh, – Attack what they attacked The last question Game four Who do we got uh, Of mm-hmm. the series I know we got the Lakers tomorrow But we figure that Lakers You know, you know We all got I got Lakers <laughs> going up 3-0 3-0 then the, then the Nuggets Finally win one But for that game four Which is so huge With uh, Boston coming And get that big win I think the rest Helps Miami Because it kind of Let them kind of like Alright we got to Really see what we need to fix Because we were down Game two We had to come back But let's really fix something So I'm going to go with Miami uh, Who you got Danny? I got Miami Miami game four So yeah. who, you, who you got Bruce? Ooh, honestly man After watching the last game I'm going to say one thing About the teams Is that Miami's having issues Every game It's like they have to come back Eventually you get a little tired Of having to do that So unless I mean Even though Pat keeps his boys In great shape I actually do believe Boston Like what Mike mentioned With Gordon Hayward Comes out even a, Even a little bit more polished Than they were last game They was a little sloppy last game I think they'll actually Get another W And tie it up And I still want Miami Heat to win though no, yeah, so I'm hey, never rooting for the Celtics. I just think they might win. Hey, yeah, and that'd be the tough part. I know Laker fans cheering for the Celtics. I'm like, I ain't what? cheering for them. Get I hope they here. lose. I'm, but I think I told you. by what I'll by go. what I saw on the court, it's like you said with Gordon, who was just out there just being a calming person on the court for them. Like he was just a calming presence for them. It was like, oh, you got the ball. He's like, run a little pick and roll. We're gonna slow it down here. We're gonna kick it over there. Yeah, it was nice. Hey, the fact Miami is up two one and you hadn't really had a good game from Jimmy Butler yet, kind of like should be alarming because this next game could be his good game. Yeah, that, he could give you thirty to forty. And they yeah. were saying that they wanted that last game. Like Jimmy, you got to come with it. Yeah. He couldn't. He was trying, and he's getting to the hole and stuff. They're not giving him calls though. No, yeah, he needs to get more calls. I definitely agree with that. I think that should. be And part he of gets it. to walk around and talk to the refs. Hey, I need y'all. Y'all giving them some calls. Y'all, y'all showing love to Tatum with my love, and yeah. I'm Jimmy Butler. So it's just gonna be very interesting, man. Game three. Tomorrow for the Lakers Nuggets. Let's see how that thing goes, man. It's going to be excited. And then game four. Next time you hear us, the game, the game three is going to be done with the Lakers. Game four is going to be done with the uh, Miami Heat and uh, Boston Celtics. So you're going to hear more about that. We're going to be closer to the finals, man. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, Hayden asked Mike Hill segment. We're going to get that. And just a lot of greatness coming forth when it comes to uh, – our Thursday episode of Course I Radio. But, man, we thank you so much mm-hmm. for uh, tuning in. Any Anybody got shout-outs, man? Anybody want to shout-out? Danny, you going to shout-out your, 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 your little one? Hey, shout-out to Danny and Lily, your Lakers. Just going to have to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I just feel different. I'm sorry. I had to say that. I've been feeling that way. Oh, yeah, shout-out to my baby. You know, all that good stuff. I shout-out all black entrepreneurs right now. Everybody stay safe. I shout out all black people. Go vote. Mel- mental health. Forget the voting. We'll talk about that later. Voting. I understand y'all got that prep. Go but vote. But mental health. Keep nah. yourself together. Because if you don't look up for yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. Facts. So that's big time. What about you, Philip? Any shout outs? Uh, no, not today, man. Shout out them Lakers for winning last night. Okay, you being selfish today, I see. All right, Shout man. Out wifey. <laughs> no, for real. Hey, but yeah, man, we thank you guys so much for tuning in to Course I Radio. Remember, Barely a Tangent is up next. So make sure you guys tap in. Uh, my guy Kenny kills it every Monday uh, with his interviews, doing his thing, man. So uh, if you're watching the Raiders and Saints, let's go, Raiders! That. Hey, if you like a second place team, go cheer for the Raiders. But uh, up seven with the ball. But uh, man, 
Hey, shout to my guy, Bruce. We in the studio doing our thing, man. Courtside Radio with the starting five. Always live, always lit. Check out our Courtside Radio IG page so that you can check out Laker Darrell on there, so that you can check out Bruce's team of the week, so that you can check out 2-4 Pink and Roll if you missed it. Hey, we are grinding and making classic episodes every time, so we thank y'all for tapping in. Hey, Bruce, get us out of here with a banger, baby. Let's go! Yeah. Love y'all. See y'all Thursday. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.